0: Lunch, I eat a, a sandwich, sandwich with a glass of cooked robe no one could see you drinking when you're working from home. I still, I still produce reports in a professional law But now when I have doubt I can do what I want
1: And welcome to the existentialist cucumber, the podcast that works best on the Firefox web browser and my name is Larry Wu and I'm uh, Curtis Withers. Absolutely.
0: do not try to listen to this podcast through Chrome. <laughs> Microsoft Edge or Opera, it's not optimized for it.
1: <laughs> oh, Curtis, how are you t- doing this week? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Uh, all right. All right. Not too much uh, going on in, in in Newsland, but we do have some things to, uh, uh, to run through the show. So we have um, a few interesting kind of web finds. Uh, we'll run through headlines, but I think today's actually going to be a pretty heavy video game uh episode where we run down the 10 most iconic video game villains according to um said source which i forgot which the source was but uh, (laughs) let me just look it up very quickly uh on the thing but um but that's a bold thing to say right you know about uh but the 10 most iconic video game villains like that's that's a that's a bold statement
0: it absolutely is. I mean, obviously it's very subjective and there's been like, you know, so many great games and so many of them have memorable villains. It's I don't know. I don't know how you can how you can come up with a definitive list of 10. Yeah, but you know, I'm 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 interested to see yep. uh to see to see the rationale
1: behind their choices. And then we'll do a, a a recap of week two with Diablo two. Uh, so we'll. now that you've gotten a copy of it, so I'd like to hear your 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 view on that. Um, one thing I kind of want to. Toronto hit a big milestone this week. In fact, actually, uh, two days ago, uh, we hit the city of Toronto actually hit the eighty percent mark for two doses for Toronto residents age twelve and older. So that's a that's a huge landmark considering a year ago last year we were at none right no the vaccine was not here yet mm-hmm, and right. 85% uh first dose um yeah good for Toronto we're a compliant bunch what can we say yeah i mean it's 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 it's
0: heartening to see those numbers and see there's been that much uptake because if you just like look on social media and read the news you're you, you would think that it was like a a 50 50 split and there's a big ideological war going on, but really most people are, you know, understand the stakes. They understand sort of what needs to be done to get this under control and they're willing to do
1: it. I'll tell you the other uh, population of that group that you're referring to Curtis, Um, because it's clearly uh, this gentleman that runs the website, trulyvisionary.com. Now, the the title of the website is actually truly visionary healing diabetes, which really has no. Um, I I don't really understand the connection between the two, but this is uh, a said anti-vaxer conspiracy theorist cone-wearing gentleman who has a website that came right out of 1996, I think.
0: Oh man, yeah, this was this was made by uh, what was that? What was what was Microsoft's? Um... Front page is made was it called front page? Yeah, 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 yeah. Front um, page. Also, also I, I do like how he has trademarked <laughs> truth visionary.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'd like to test that trademark and see <laughs> that he actually had that the paperwork thrown in. Yeah, yeah.
0: I doubt I doubt that he's gone to like a patent office or whatever to uh
1: to to, to do to do that, gone through the entire process. So the the not so fine print fine print, um of of his uh, website is warning, due to the mind control and disinformation from the mainstream media and the people who, out of fear, have lost their ability to question, uh the above links may not make sense to you. So Curtis, this this is the one thing that people that I I. I, I I love when people call it the mainstream, like group the mainstream media and blame the mainstream media. Now you work in the media. It -hmm. makes it sound like to me that they think that the the media companies all sit in one room and like tap their fingers together and scheme. Oh, that's exactly what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I'm sure you're sitting next to like uh, Joe Worthington from the star, right?
0: Yeah, I mean that—that's mainstream media. That's still and, mainstream media. Yeah, me and uh, me and the Night Scrawler, <laughs> shaping, sh- shaping the media landscape. Yeah, I think it's—you uh, know—it's—it's it's just a scapegoat, right? It's an easy thing. Easy. It's easy to sort of blame the media when the media is sort of not is 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 not giving a the message the messages you want to hear are not coming through the media mm-hmm. and it's but it's not because the media is scheming or anything like that it's because maybe you're taking a very untenable position and you're expecting like the media to come around you know yeah like you said before like what 85 percent of 85 percent of people have got their their vaccines so you know if you if you uh, if you if you use that as a micro, microcosm, then that then, you know, that means that it stands to reason that uh, most of the people in the media are probably not going to believe, you know, the vaccine misinformation
1: and they're not going to report it. Well, the the one the, digging into this guy's website. So just kind of continuing down this rabbit hole of this guy's site. Um, y, y- would you describe? I think it's safe for me for me to just to describe the website you, that just like I did at the begin at the top, right? This site looks like it's made by Front Page. Yeah, 1998 and- <laughs> with the with the with the two frame rotating gifs, flashing gifs, right? And and use of like different colored text to make it look interesting, and everything's centered, right down the center of the page. There's no there's no tables. <laughs> no, even no yeah, no, everything. Like it's like it's like it, it look. It looks like it
0: looks like a uh, first year poli sci student's uh, um, first
1: essay where they just like cheat the margins like way too much. That's right. That's right. So, but this guy says in in his uh, in his biography section. Because of my IT background and the way my mind works to solve problems, the expansive visions I receive while going through severe diabetes and other illnesses uh, will in time change the course of diabetes treatment in years to come. So this guy, this guy actually apparently works in IT, Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell he's got a real, uh, like
0: we, we, we noticed like, you know, before this, this page has a hit counter, like a visible, <laughs> a visible hit counter. <laughs> It's great. It's great. I like, I like. Uh, you know, to qualify for deprogramming, I strongly suggest that you call me, and he's got his number on there, or send an email for a private consultation, and then once more, for a private consultation. Just in case he didn't get it the first time. But really what this guy's done, other than that one sort of like block of paragraph, uh, you know, the, the one big paragraph at the end, He's just thrown. He's just. He's, he's he hasn't really done much original content. He's just thrown on a bunch of uh, newspaper articles and f- flyers and stuff like that. The one the one that I like the the, the the most though, Larry, is the uh, uh, 2020 Santa protest parade. So it's a it's a it's a it's a Christmas themed anti-vax protest. Ah, it was held December 20th, 2020, Dundas Square, Toronto. If you didn't hear about it, it's probably because nobody showed up and definitely there was definitely no
1: Santa. (laughs) You don't think so? well well, well one one of the quotes and I don't want to give this guy too much uh you know he he's probably getting enough attention maybe enough enough uh, hits on his site he doesn't need any more hit counters from us and our listeners is uh he he has this theory which I think you and I talked about that uh at this point with the numbers that are either single or double vax that they think that the vaccines like a ticking time bomb that's you know, going to go off and that anyone who's vaccinated will die some horrible death because of the vaccine speed, you know, at that rate at this, I think the world, I think the global rate, I think is at one, it's not great. Like it's one third or a little bit more of the, of the world's population, which is billions. So that's pretty cataclysmic. Um, but here I'll give this guy a spoiler alert. Um, yeah, people double vax, they're, they're going to die of old age. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or something else yeah yeah
0: i could just see this guy when somebody somebody you know 20 years from now dies at like age 97 and say, I see i told you
1: was he double vaxxed from
0: covid ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. i was right it's gonna right. catch up to him eventually
1: yeah yeah pretty, okay, well we bad. we know these folks are here and and uh but but definitely things are looking up like uh, on top of the great numbers that Toronto had, you and I were talking just before the show started that uh uh the Jays are playing their is is tonight their first full game with the expanded uh attendance? No, that was last night it was last night, so that was yeah. thirty thousand people, yeah, that's right yeah, so that's what fifty percent of the dome um, of a baseball game or is that no, lower? it's more like seventy five percent. Oh wow. Yeah. Right, right, right because yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. I think they're allowed to go 75%. I think there's like a hard cap like I know for indoor you're allowed to go right now 50% or 10,000 whichever is lower. Um and I guess it's something similar for outdoor spaces 75% or and maybe 30,000 is the cap. Uh or whichever whichever is uh uh whichever is lo- whichever is uh lower.
1: Okay. Now, no, did was the dome actually open for yesterday and tonight's game?
0: Yeah, I think the dome, the dome is is going to be open, barring you know really cataclysmic weather. However, um they did say that because of ventilation, I think I think even when the dome is closed,
1: it will ca- it will qualify as an outdoor space. Yeah, when you're in your seats, it's just mm-hmm. when you go for a snack and you right, go yeah. for the yeah. bathroom and you exiting so that that's that that would be your I, I would agree like you're if there is a risk at all um that would be the those would be the spots um but they don't unlike the raptors and the leafs the jays don't have proof of vaccination before you can go in or do they i don't think uh, i think i think i think uh that's a good question i think it's only um MLS&E, right that that impose that policy i think so it's only Toronto FC Leafs and Raptors i didn't think the j
0: yeah hmm.
1: cuz the, the j's are not under that umbrella so that's right. uh,
0: yeah i'm not sure if they require f- full vaccination to go or if they re- or if it's full vaccination or proof of a negative test still for them okay um yeah
1: well that's yeah,
0: MLSE will require proof of vaccination for all those who are who are able to get
1: it so 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 the jays uh took a bit of a drumming yesterday right and then today Mm -hmm. are they are they winning right now i think you said they
0: they 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 are winning uh they're winning five three in the top of the seventh they kind of have to win this one because uh um you know they're running out of time yeah um
1: you know uh, now they still have a wild card position that they're fighting for right now, right? Yeah, yeah. they're
0: fighting for a wild card position. They can still f- finish in the top wild card position. That that will take like a lot, a lot of things to go their way. But um, they still have a reasonable chance. They're a game back of Boston and a half game. Or uh, yeah, Boston's Boston has the last. Wild card spot right now, and they're a game ahead of the Jays and a half game ahead of Seattle. So there's a few. There's a few teams that are kind of
1: jockeying for position. Right, right. And when they the Jays lucked out because of their loss yesterday. I think Boston also lost. So Boston
0: also lost, but Seattle won and moved
1: moved ahead. Ah, okay. Got it. Got it. it. Okay. Okay. All right. Last episode we talked about the oilers imposing their policies this this week like it's as as the fall sports seasons kind of coming in there it's obviously like it's evolving a week by week or even a daily basis because you have some additional news from the nba right there's there's obviously players that are holding out yeah there's uh, a
0: yeah there's a few players that that are holding out um you know, I, I, the NBA, like the NHL, is not mandating that players get vaccinated. And in fact, like uh, for um, you know the the uh, Scotiabank Arena, they have a national interest exception which allows unvaccinated players on visiting teams to come and play um, in in Toronto. They just will have to be you know, tested heavily and they'll be confined to their hotel in the arena, whereas like everybody else will get to like go out in the, on the town and stuff. But um, there's a couple of places where uh, they're they're quite a bit stricter. And uh, uh, th- those are New York and San Francisco. And in San Francisco, they passed a law that requires vaccinations in indoor settings like the Chase Center, which is like, the Golden State Warriors' mm-hmm. home arena, and one of the guys who's uh, the one of these holdouts is um, Canada's own Andrew Wiggins. Andrew mm-hmm. Wiggins, who's uh, was the second leading scorer last year for the Warriors, and uh, he has said before that he has no intention of getting the vaccine, and uh, he tr- he applied for a religious exemption um, from with the NBA, which was denied. So, um, if he does not get it, he, uh, could very likely be prevented from, from playing in his home arena. So he'd missed (laughs) like half the season and he would, he would, he would have to forego half of his, his salary this, this, uh, this year, which is $31.5 million. So that's a good chunk of change, uh, to lose. Kyrie well, Irving of the Brooklyn Nets is another guy who, and you know, New York is well, going to have a similar, um, yeah. Kyrie is it a surprise Kyrie Irving, with Kyrie? Yeah, of the of of the flat Earth fame. Uh, so he's he he he's gonna you know he stands to lose like tens of millions of of dollars this season. So you know, I guess I guess we'll find out just how strong their convictions are. Yeah. But,
1: but it's also time because as a pro athlete, you know, I know there's, you know, there's always next season or whatever, but still it's going into that limited time of view as being a pro athlete. Andrew Wiggins is in his beginning of his career, but, you know, Kyrie should be playing, you know, now.
0: Yeah, that's true. You don't have, you know, it's, it's not a huge window, uh, you know, and, yeah, uh, I know these. I know these athletes make make, make so much money, but uh, they also have a very limited window to make it. And so, you know, like, you know, I, you and you 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 and I would uh, never never be able to spend <laughs> whatever the the fifteen million dollars that Andrew Wiggins will be left with this year. If yeah, you any of those games, but you know, um, at the same time, it's a it's a significant. It's a significant loss. Anybody who loses fifty percent
1: of their salary is, it's,
0: you're, you're going to notice it, right?
1: Yeah. So, let, let, I want to go back just briefly about Kyrie and and his flat earther policy. But yeah, he's into all of that stuff, right?
0: Yeah, he's known for being
1: kind of a tinfoil hat kind of guy. So I I have a pair of his uh, his shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're the sevens. Or the sixes. No, it's the sevens, like Kyrie sevens. And I didn't really understand it until I realized that that Nike actually embraces it and puts it onto the shoe. So on this shoe, on three different spots, is like the Illuminati all seeing eye. (laughs) It's like on the shoe. (laughs)
0: Oh, man. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I just want, I just kind of wanted to bring that up, but I, I love, I, yeah, I, you know, I think, I think for the most part, like that
1: kind of quirkiness is, is kind of refreshing. But yeah, uh... but uh, I, I also saw something that that was like trolling the flat earthers, which is, um, the flat earther version of the lunar eclipse. Someone photoshopped a photo of the moon with like a shadow, a rectangular shadow covering the middle section of it and saying the flat earther uh solar uh, lunar eclipse that they've never seen before i thought it was kind of funny yeah yeah. um oh it's just it's 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 awesome (laughs) um but but you you, but this this is i guess another thing that sports is doing and I, i don't think it'll be the last thing we hear i think NHL will probably have some type of policy and I think other teams will probably clamp down. Um, and I I think, was it Alberta? Ontario never did it, but I know that Alberta was offering people money to go get vaccinated as an incentive, right? That's right. Yeah. I think Ontario decided to threaten people about not being able to eat indoors and suddenly the uptick went up, but, um, (laughs) I don't know what the next step is. And I was having a chat with some friends, uh, mutual friends uh, this weekend, and we both came to the same conclusion that Ontario is not, not tough enough to do this, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, I'm sure it's been tabled and I'm, I, am I'm sure if things get bad this winter, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets called, um, which is, if just like the um, Oilers uh, scenario mentioned, if you go to the hospital for COVID related reasons and you're not vaccinated and you have chose not to for non-medical reasons or or, or whatnot, um, yeah, here's your bill. Mm-hmm. Here's your bill for your bed, your ICU stay, whatever resources were used. And thank you. And I hope you feel better. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I, I, I get, I don't wish upon that to happen. Don't get me wrong. I, I just wouldn't be surprised if that becomes like one of the last straws that they attempt.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say, but,
1: uh, I don't know what, what, I don't know what's on the table or what's off the table, but, uh, yeah. and, and for Ontario hospitals to bill people, that's not uncommon. Uh, I, I told you the story when I was, uh, in my twenties and I, I went to emerge, I cracked my head um, at work and I didn't have my, and I still have that card, the the white and red medical card, and I didn't have it with me. So when I went into emerge, I didn't have my health card with me. And they, they did give me a bill. They gave me a bill for, you know, emergency room, stay the stitches and the time for the doctor. Now I forgot what the bill, how much the bill was, but they basically said, Oh, just, you know, when you get home and you get your health card, call us on this number, let us know what your health card is and, you know, rip up the bill. Um, so it's not like it's, it's not like the hospitals aren't equipped to do just that. It's just whether they feel it's time to break out that, uh, that tool.
0: Yeah, I guess it's tough because, because you did eventually get, get it sorted out because you, because you have Ontario, Ontario, health insurance right so i guess it would be hard to sort of like if if you've got ontario like if you've got an OHIP card
1: mm.
0: i guess it would it would be kind of unprecedented to just to sort of like deny you a certain level of treatment i don't i don't I disagree with with sort of like the aims of, of a policy like that but i just don't know if you'd be able to like you know that 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 is kind of a, 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 you know, I don't know if it's a slippery slope, but it, it just seems it would be very difficult to sort of deny mm-hmm. somebody you know costed a, you know. A oh, medical oh I, I don't. I don't think I'm not denying them help. I'm no, no, but I mean. I mean, even to pay for it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like if if you if you've got the same sort of you know government health insurance as 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 the next person, you know. Is it, is it something you can, is, is that an option to sort of charge, you know, charge one person, you uh, sort know, of, you know yeah. Like, whereas, you know, somebody with the same sort of, uh, so say, say somebody does have to go to the hospital who's vaccinated, which is, which is possible, you know, sometimes like they don't have to pay, but then somebody, you know, like, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I understand the logic behind that. I just don't know how easy it would be to implement it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it, it would be an easy thing. Um, but I think it would be. It's about hitting people in the pocketbook, and that's what seems to be, <laughs> um, the greater incentive. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure even with the athletes, if they know they're going to lose bit of their paycheck, and they were mm-hmm. only holding out for whatever minor reasons because. Hey, I, I I don't know if I would have thought the same thing if I was in my mid twenties.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I I'm sitting here in my middle age, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'll get the shot. But you know, but I I don't know how I would, you know, how twenty five, twenty seven year old Larry uh, would think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, any case, uh, it will be interesting to see uh, how this unfolds over the next little bit, especially now that the weather's a little bit um, getting a little cooler and people are heading back indoors. But the numbers in Toronto have been actually trending downward versus like last year. Now the kids are back in school and whatnot, so
0: yeah. So and far. more people
1: are going back to the office.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So far, so far, it's held up pretty well. Yeah. All right, let's uh, go to our crazy Canadian uh story um I dug up. Uh this one is not another um it's not a place per se. This is a uh tradition that Newfoundland has. And this is the the famous Newfoundland Screech Kiss the Cod ceremony. It's it's pretty famous. Like I, you know, I, I kind of thought about it the other day when I was in the liquor store and I went, oh look, Screech. Oh yeah, yeah I remember that. It's just kind of funny because Newfoundland, you know, it's it's not like Newfoundland's the hub of rum, right? It's it's like Screech's is Jamaican rum, but I guess the origins came from trade because you know, or being a port city and being surrounded by um, ocean there. Yeah. But uh, the idea is, it's it's I guess it's a, um, is it like a welcoming ceremony? Probably the best thing to think about. It is.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's a, it's, it's sort of like for, uh, for non-Newfoundlanders to sort of like, you know, feel, 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 feel part of the,
1: you know, feel part of the island or,
0: or, or
1: okay, yeah. So, so let me let me run down the. uh, We we can kind of see if we can dig up the history on it, but let's let's go through the steps of of the actual ceremony. And by the way, have you ever done it yourself? I
0: no. I when 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 I uh, when Heather and I went to Newfoundland, we.
1: Uh, opted against <laughs> <putting streets down. laughs> okay well here you go step one is the poem so the ceremonies changed over the decades but certain aspects kind of remain consistent apparently so there's a uh, short uh, reading of a um, and it's typically led by a Newfoundlander so you have to have like a you know born and raised Newfoundlander there, um, so I guess it's like kind of like this uh, a bit of a sea shanty uh, poem. I'm not going to read it here, but um, also I think you need to have someone with a Newfie accent to read it properly, right? Um, probably, so the, yeah, you, there's yeah. there's a poem. Then there's the kissing of the fish. So um, apparently, it's typically done with a frozen cod, which I I think that's probably for sanitary reasons, yes. right? I agree, yeah. <laughs> um, but apparently. However, for the more squeamish people, they can kiss the the bottom of a puffin, like, plush toy, which is neither cod, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like that, puffin sounds is like, a... that sounds like a bit of a cop out. Exactly. Exactly. And, and if you're going to participate in something that's called kiss the cod, then kiss the cod. Yeah. And don't give and them an out. Kiss the Not, damn cod. It's not kiss the, it's not kiss the bird in the ass. Like, nah. All right. This is the show appreciation for the fish. That was the economic engine of the area for centuries. But didn't they, didn't the cod disappear for a while over in Newfoundland? Like during the nineties, we used to have someone from Nova Scotia that lived on uh, my floor in first year. And they would always, every time the Sega would have like, uh, Atlantic cod for dinner. He would he would go, I he'd always say the same thing. I don't know where they're getting it from. It's not from home. <laughs> okay, so you actually kiss the fish, and then apparently this the third step is the question. Next, you are asked in a thick Newfoundlander accent: Is ye a screecher? To which you're supposed to respond, Deed, I is me old cock. <laughs> And long may your big jib draw. Um, apparently it translates to indeed. I am old chum and may there always be wind in, in your sails. And then you take the shot. <laughs> Me old cock. <laughs> Me old cock. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and long may your big jib draw. Sorry. Maybe I met, I read it wrong because I'm, I, I cannot do a newfoundlander accent because it's 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 neither it it's nor irish nor scottish it's kind of in between right it's its own thing
0: it's own thing let not let not thing. even compare it right yeah.
1: and 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 it would just i would just offend
0: people from uh from that fine island if i tried to <laughs> imitate that uh, that accent i mean you know I have tried before when I've been pretty drunk, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm quite sober right now. And 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 uh, you know, remember? Do you remember like when when we were younger, like like newfie jokes were a big thing.
1: Oh yeah, in like, grade school. school. Yeah, in grade school. school.
0: Yeah, you'd always tell these newfie jokes,
1: and I look back now and I was like, it's kind of a dick move, really. Like, <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> No, no, it it was totally because I think in it, it must be in the late 70s early 80s there must have been a huge migration of Newfoundlanders leaving Newfoundland because I guess there's no work for them or they 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 sought better lives in Ontario. So I think there was a lot of Newfies coming in mm-hmm. or leaving during that time. Yeah. And because why, why sudden the jokes are, but yeah, in, in, in Canadian culture, uh, the Newfies have always been the butt of jokes, right? Yeah. And like, no uh, one's, no one's making fun of a, someone from Winnipeg. The only joke I think I knew of, uh, I ever heard about Winnipeg was the, the fact that the mosquito is the, uh, national bird of Winnipeg, right? Which I guess in, in one way it is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but no no totally you're you're right it's it's kind of a, a a weird phenomenon right because again they have the they have the strong accent the unique strong accent
0: you could get like you could go to to Coles or or W H Smiths and buy like a book just of oh. just of Newfie jokes just slandering. Just, just a book, just slandering an entire province,
1: like, and, and that's not weird. With, that, that's, and that, you're right, and that's within recent history, right? Like, you're yeah. talking, you're talking, what, maybe thirty, forty years ago, even less, like, even fewer. <laughs> like, I, 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 because I, I remember them. I remember
0: seeing them, and I remember reading them and thinking they were funny at the time, you know. And uh, now I think about like, just, just you would just tell those jokes you know without even think without without even thinking about you know whether or not what, like like you know what they were based on the 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 veracity you know like you're just telling them and you don't
1: even know anyone from Newfoundland you know <laughs> like yeah them. yeah exactly like um but I, I but that's that's all long gone cuz if i were to talk to uh fires talk to to my son about newfie jokes he i don't think he'd get it like he, why, why are you making fun of people from Newfoundland? What's a newfie? Like I yeah. would, sure, that's what he, his response would be.
0: Yeah, 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 and they weren't even really that funny to begin with.
1: Yeah, well, let's get back to the the ceremony. So. The is, you know, it's kind of yeah, sure it's big tourist trap. But you know what? I think they 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 missed the boat here. You know, granted they 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 for sanitary reasons they're giving you a frozen cod to drink, but I think there's there's a, a missed opportunity here, Curtis. I think the I think the the play here to modernize it is to put the shot of rum inside the fish and you drink out of the fish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm sure someone's done it in the past but i think that's the play kind of like the latest trend right now i I think it's um not restricted to the aussies but kind of doing a shoey
0: yeah you're telling uh, me about
1: this it sounds which which is which is like the drink yeah drinking from your shoe right apparently for you know it's a good fortune slash hazing punishment slash kind of like a a drunken party thing, you know, uh, drinking champagne out of a lady's slipper became a big, you know, symbol of decadence, I guess. Uh, yeah, maybe we we're seeing that. But yeah, but the Aussies, they can't do it. You can't, you're not going to do it from a glass slipper. They're doing it from their sneakers and their loafers, right? Pouring a shot you drink, you you drink it from your shoey. So yeah, call yeah. it a Coddy. Just make a Coddy. the Cod drink it.
0: And- I would rather drink something out of a dead Cod out of my shoe uh, my that's just like my shoes like you've just been walking them in all day they're s- sweaty and gross you know and now you've
1: ruined the shoe
0: <laughs> and now you've ruined the shoe you know like the cod
1: i uh, for some reason that seems less gross to me well you're you're almost kind of like you can almost consider like marinating the cod from the right. inside right yeah you know absolutely. throw a little 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 you know maybe set it on fire like a <laughs> Yeah, flaming, I mean, you, the flaming coddy, you could turn it into like some sort of haute cuisine. Actually, I think that's the play, Curtis. You put the you put the shot of Screech in the cod and you'll light the cod's mouth on fire. So the flames shoot out of the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then you then you take the shot. Yeah, absolutely. Bring, some, bring it,
0: some elements of
1: ouzo into the into the situation. no, uh, now, now, uh, Screech is a Jamaican rum. Uh, have you ever had it before? I have had screech before,
0: but and it was like that bottle, and and I think like if you look on the Wikipedia page for screech, mm-hmm. and it's got like it's that same brand. I think that's like a u- ubiquitous brand of screech.
1: I mm. did have I did
0: have some at one point in time, and it was fine.
1: Yeah, you 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 didn't have the premium aged cask <laughs> version. It, I like yeah, it was pretty rough
0: compared to sort sort of like you know some some of the some of the some of the more high end
1: stuff but it was it was good okay <laughs> so there you know there you have it the newfoundland so next time you're in newfoundland um participate in the kiss the cod or uh but don't do the kissing of the puffins but no don't do
0: that. no don't do that yeah. and also if you're there if you're in st johns go to the duke of duckworths for fish and chips you won't regret it
1: oh look at that a a recommendation <laughs> All right, let's head on to the headlines. A new epidemic is raging through Springfield, and this one didn't start with Krusty Burger's Wetchamacarca sandwich. As I was saying, it it seemed to be a bit of a kind of a slow news cycle this week. I haven't really found anything interesting, but obviously the big news here in Canada is the release of the two Michaels. No specific headline here because that's just kind of like the big news thing that's been um, in, in the in, in the cycles here. Um, and I was telling you, Curtis, I was getting my haircut, which again. Thank you for letting me get my haircut. <laughs> so I was I was doing a little trim on my mo my my Mohawk eye, and the uh, barber was uh, talking to me about um, about Mung and the release of Hmong because during the afternoon they had said they had reached terms and she's leaving, and I said, oh yeah, I and I. I not really jokingly, because I was actually quite serious. I said, yeah, and watch what's going to happen. The minute she sets foot on Chinese soil, the two Michaels will be released. Now, I was horribly wrong. In fact, it was a simultaneous release. A, it, I don't know how they coordinated it, but it was definitely a simultaneous release. Like, both planes were in the air. Like, there was no advance. Um, it wasn't like the Chinese were saying, oh... Get these guys off, out of our prison system. Go home. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it happened at the same time, um. So that's kind of an interesting story. But then again, maybe it it it's it's not because we all know that the two Michaels were were pawns in this game of international chess.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of couple of things that that are just so ridiculous about this story and it was the one and you expect this kind of thing right because governments can say what they want and they don't really care sometimes about the accuracy um but the the you know when you when you hear a spokesperson for the for the chinese government you know absolutely you know deny that that it was that the um incarceration of the two michaels was a retaliatory measure from uh, from from like Meng's arrest. Like the yeah. like, oh, the two are not related. But, you know, the 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 exact sort of uh, term of their incarceration is the exact same. You know, it started when she got arrested and it ended, like
1: you say, yep. exactly when she was released. Um, and, and if you and if you watch throughout the the timeline, any time Mung was in the media or something would happen, like she would go in for this type of hearing or this type of uh, reading, something would happen to them equally and equally bad. Yeah. Yeah. In, in fact, probably worse because she was able to stay in her Canadian home while these guys, they were living out Midnight Express. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They They had it. They had it quite a bit worse, I would imagine. I don't know. I haven't asked. You know, they haven't like, you know, disclosed many details about their incarceration, but I imagine it wasn't as, as plush and comfortable as, uh, as yeah. Well, it, they're, they're,
1: they're back, um, yeah. and, and, and safe. And I'm sure the, the Canadian government will take care of them for, for all things that now, but let's talk about the, the, the actual release. Cause this, this one, I've read a few times, Curtis, I'm not a lawyer and there's a reason why I'm not because I can't discern the differences of, of, of law speak Mung, something happened. So I, let's, sorry, let me backtrack a bit. All parties got what they wanted in the end. And everyone kind of saved a bit of face. Now, Michael, the two Michaels probably, you know, they got home, but they probably suffered the most, but, uh, the Chinese, got to prosecute the two two Canadians of espionage. One was given, what, 11 years in prison. Uh, the other one probably equally severe. So they basically said, yeah, these two guys, they're guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, justice served. The Americans got what they wanted from Hmong, which was not an admission of guilt. And Curtis, you had the wording perfectly, or you had the wording and I still don't get it, but why don't you read it? So what did... What did the Americans get out of Hmong exactly? Well, so she 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 pled not guilty. Okay, so she's not guilty. She says well,
0: I I didn't do it. But she kind of admitted that she's guilty. <laughs> um, so so this is from the CNBC story. So Mung pleaded not guilty to the charges. Uh there the fraud charges that that uh That she was, uh, that they were seeking in the United States. Mung pleaded not guilty to the charges on Friday. As part of the agreement, however, she took, and this is in quotes, responsibility for her principal role in perpetrating a scheme to defraud a global financial institution.
1: So she's not guilty, but she admits that she did something bad
0: yeah she was she she admits responsibility i don't know if she's saying like well you know i did this i i did i played oh, I told role, my people but, to do it yeah
1: I, I, told, I told my people to wire the money to iran yeah yeah
0: but i wonder uh, yeah one of her thing is like well i, I you know I, I played a role but i wasn't you know I wasn't intending to defraud anyone or something like that. You know, I, I, I realized that that's, that's what ended up happening and I had a part in that, but I don't know if that's her thing, but like, when you read that, it's sort of like, she pled not guilty and then said, oh yeah, I, I, I'm I'm responsible for, for this scheme to defraud a financial institution. So So
1: that's, so the, the Americans and all of this felt that that's what they wanted Mm -hmm. from her. Uh, something else that uh, I guess this would have been part of one concession that the Chinese gave Canada was Meng's statement when she left uh, the courthouse. Basically, I, I remember reading this a bit um, or actually seeing the, the press conference and she basically thanks the Canadian government for upholding the law. Like basically saying, you know, giving Canada some face to say, yeah, you guys did the right thing for keeping me here. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. The, the, the fact that you know you you didn't your politicians just didn't say okay just let her go
0: so yeah so basically like people people were used as pawns and ultimately politicians were able to save face
1: that's right that's, that's i think i think everyone got what they wanted and the two got onto a plane tarmac all at the same time they probably crossed planes at one point in time, maybe high-fived all along the way. I don't know, but um, but really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Because I, I and now the aftermath of that, right? It's like, what is Ch- Chinese Canadian relations are going to be like? Well, a lot of our goods are still made there. Um, Huawei wants to put their five G network in um, Canada. Which is kind of funny because people always talk about Huawei and 5G, but I'm pretty sure if we look at stuff, Huawei's probably already here giving us our LTE or they're embedded in a lot of our infrastructure. I wouldn't be surprised, right? It's not like suddenly Mm -hmm. um, they're a new player and and whatever. Um, So it'll be be interesting to see how the continuous story plays out and like, you know, does everyone just forget about this? Probably, or the fact that if you travel in China, just make sure that the two aren't, <laughs> yeah, just, aren't, aren't yeah, just make sure that
0: nobody's trying to make some sort of political power play. Um, that you know
1: that 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 China will want to like respond to. Yeah, because you're not going to be the rook nor the bishop. You're going to be a pawn. Yes, that's right. A sacrificial pawn. But but I think I think relations will be kind of the same
0: as always, right? Like this was kind of like a a sort of very public sort of bump uh, but yeah. like there's just too much there's just too much at stake, right I just think that there's just too much at stake for both countries to you know
1: dwell on this too much yeah um, you should try to use that same logic that uh, the United States government on uh, on Hmong to on your on your niece and nephew. You know, hey, did you guys have? Uh, did you guys take an extra cookie? And then maybe you can say uh, they 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 denied responsibility for for eating said cookie, but they don't deny the fact that they ate something. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> these are these are lessons to be learned from global um, politics.
1: All right. Um. So this is a story. Talk about deferred uh, prosecution, but uh, more like a deferred story. I've had this story on deck. I don't know for probably months and we kept deferring it because we knew we needed a bit of time for it. So I thought we'd finally get back to us. This was a, a video game story, um, on the 10 most iconic villains in video game history, which is a bold statement, mm-hmm. right? That does, there's bold. a lot of villains, a lot of villains. So let's, let's quickly run through it. Um, and then we can talk about any, you know, villains that might be missed off of here um so the first one is uh gladys from portal so that's the ai or the voice that you hear that's mm-hmm. supposedly setting up these experiments right um in the in the portal series
0: yes that's that's right and uh it's very um very dry and sarcastic and that, that's and always gets a good song
1: at the end <laughs> that's right um so that's that's and that was a really good game like you know in terms of puzzle games that were kind of interesting the portal one was good then portal two added the whole cooperative piece to it
0: right uh yes the cooperative yeah there was a cooperative element to it like there was a single player game but there was a pretty cool cooperative game too yeah i I loved both portals Uh, okay really really good games and yeah she was a um yeah, she's she's she was a memorable villain for sure because uh, you know it was pretty likable character despite uh, all the all
1: all that she was putting putting you through. Hmm. Um, so number nine is Andrew Ryan from Bioshock. Um, Andrew Ryan's not exactly. He's not the big bad, right? He's he's supposed to be the architect of that city. That's uh that's in Bioshock. Is that that's the that's the deal, right? He's like Walt Disney. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, he is. I yeah, the, the, he has um, he has Walt Disney esque so, sort of even even his look, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he's 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 an interesting ca- character too because he's kind of a. There's sort of like a mid a mid game bait and switch, hmm. uh, you know, and and he he is you know sort of like it's kind of a weird choice to be to be in the top ten because he's not he's not he's 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 not your primary antagonist by the end of the game.
1: And yeah that's why that's why I had some issues with this list that's why i I, I wanted to kind of talk about it with you because yeah it, it seems like this guy you'll see kind of a trend in this game in in the games they picked is it looks like this person is probably in their late 30s when they wrote it and Bioshock was just a game that like was pivotal to them at their time
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm
1: uh, don't get me wrong. I, I like Bioshock, too. In fact, I think I might still even have the binaries in uh, on, on DVD uh, over to my left here. Um, I don't think I've ever went back and played it again, but um, sure, this is what his opinion is, and that's fine. And that's why we're going to breeze through. Number eight is actually Mike Tyson from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, which is no longer called Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, right? Or it is, is it? No, it is it's not. just Punch-Out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just called Punch Out. Yeah, and they've and they replaced Mike Tyson with just another person who just fights the exact same way, but it's just a f- fictional
1: Mister Dream, right? Mis- is, that, is that what it is? I think it I is. Think, I think it I is Mister <laughs> Dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's the same thing. It's like the same same signals. Yeah, and it's like one punch knockout for the most part. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I I was addicted to this game um cuz i loved the punch out in the arcade oh yeah uh, so i i also loved this punch out um and yeah i mean he was so hard like it was so unforgiving you had no margin for error but like all these punch out games once you get the pattern you can beat him every time but figuring out his pattern was was tough um yeah i would i i, I definitely uh he was definitely in my in my NES playing youth, probably one of my top villains. Yeah,
1: and and that's why like I, I'm sure the the author of this article he, he was a kid when 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 like NES was his first video game system because another NES title oh this one's Super NES this is SNES so this is the game Earthbound I've never played this game so number seven goes to a character named Gigas I guess is that how it's pronounced Have you played Earthbound I've Do never you know played it? Earthbound. So apparently, uh, just it's the big bad. <laughs> but, oh, you know. It's an RPG game, so yeah. sure it would. It takes quite a bit to to knock him down, unless you've been grinding and you just run him over. I'm sure he's some kind of damage sponge. Yeah, and I'm sure it it regenerates several times. Dark Souls. This is uh, Gwyn, Lord's Lord of Cinder.
0: Uh I mean, I guess. Um, if he's like the end boss in dark souls, um, he's probably, probably a very, uh, he's, he's, he's probably a villain of note because like
1: everybody in dark souls sucks, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I hear you. Uh, number five goes to pyramid head. I guess they never really had a name for him, right? For of the silent hill series. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess not. I, uh, I, 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 again, I, I have yet to play. I'm, I'm too scared to play Silent Hill. I could barely make it through the first Resident Evil game.
1: Ah, uh, well, that's who's next. Number four is Albert Wesker of the Resident Evil series. Uh, maybe this is particularly episode one, but I think it's just the series itself. So Albert Wesker is like the corporate dude that suddenly just, he evolves into just this like this crazy villain by the time five rolls around. I think um, number three is the game System Shock. So this is Shodan. This is um, like... again. I don't. I don't think I. I don't. I didn't really play System Shock at all. Did you? I. You know what? I have it,
0: but I bought it like way, like way after it. You know, its its release date. Like I got it for like. I don't know like a couple of bucks on Steam just because I I remember hearing so much about how great it is and no. then I never played it just because like I maybe I will go and play it and go back and play it sometime but it's you know at that it's 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 tough sometimes to go back and play a game that you've heard you know is a, is a classic of its time just when there are so many new games clamoring for your attention and I think that was the case with syst,
1: uh System Shock for me yeah Uh, so number two goes to the very first Legend of Zelda. So this is, uh, Ganon. Is that, is that how it's pronounced? Yep. Ganon. Yeah. Sure. But again, it's just this show, this game, this, this list shows this guy's age a bit because then number one goes to Bowser. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. Okay. So this, that's this guy's list. You're right. Yeah. So. We're about to talk in a few minutes about Diablo 2. Yeah? I would put Diablo on on this list for oh, sure. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah,
0: Diablo. Right? Um, I'm also surprised that there's no Final Fantasy villains on there. Because yeah. they had some crazy villains. Like Sephiroth. Oh, yeah. Hefka, yep. You know, none of those guys on there. That seems weird to me. And also like Mike Tyson while i agree with 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 uh, the this guy's assessment of uh of of, of mike tyson's like villain cred mm-hmm. uh I, I if you're going if you're going to allow for sort of you know characters that 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 are sort of uh crossover characters like mike tyson's like you know an, an actual boxer and you know why could why wouldn't like one of uh mark hamill's jokers like in 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 one of the batman games being there like to me mm. that guy's just you know he i think it
1: was in uh, arkham city just knocks it out of the park uh now another one that to me again from my list glaringly missing would be um well I'll use the American name just for the people who are really picky. Is uh is M Bison from Street Fighter Two? Oh, that's a good one. Right. Uh. Now, it was Balrog in the Japanese version. So take your poison. But we know the character, right? The Psycho the, Crusher. Uh, Psycho Crusher, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, he was. Re- yeah, so, I mean, I, and again, like a guy who just gave me fits, right? Like.
1: I spent oh, yeah, no so much sure. money
0: on that game in 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 uh, at Carlton,
1: like in the Carlton Arcade. Um, yeah, and it's just like this cheap boss that just did these really absurd moves. That by the time they released what Championship Edition, where you could actually play as M Bison, you yes. couldn't do half the stuff the computer could do. Yes, I know. He's, just, <laughs> he's just Ripping
0: off that Psycho Crusher every chance he gets, you know. Dude. Yeah, I just uh, wasn't able to wasn't able to do uh wasn't able to, wasn't able to do do it quite as smoothly as the uh as the computer, Larry. I thought you were going to mention. Uh, I know I know one of your ultimate uh, villains in video games is the um is the is the is the, the uh, dig dug sign in pole position. Oh
1: yeah, that's 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 my that's my jam. That's like that would be like number one on my list. <laughs> you know. You you try you try playing pole position and not hitting that damn sign. Oh, you're going to hit and it And maybe, it, maybe it's it maybe it's maybe it's there on purpose cuz it's distracting you cuz you really want to play Dig Dug and not drive this game, <laughs> drive in this driving simulator and you you're like heading towards the light and that's why you hit it. Yeah. Or I, it's on every single tough corner. It it is on a lot of the like
0: a lot of the the sort of hairpin turns will have the Dig Dug the Dig Dug sign.
1: You'll crash into it. Um, well, well, what about the what about Dig Dug itself? I guess, the, was it the dragon that's the... Puka and Figar. <laughs> that's right. I can't yeah. believe you know that's awesome, Chris. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to give you a gold star for actually knowing the names of the villains from Dig uh, Dug. Oh, yeah, man.
0: Um, You know, and, and uh, what I think might have been a, an interesting pick, too, is... Uh, do you remember the game Sinistar?
1: Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, the actual... Uh it, what was he? Was he wasn't a ship. He was just kinda like this floating head, right? He, yeah, like,
0: he was like a floating mechanical head like head.
1: demon head
0: sort of in space sort of thing. But he was like he's considered by some to be the first boss character because you know you had to you had to you had to to sort of like take him on and and use sort of like the same sort of mechanics that were used like for for yeah. for sort of like uh boss fights
1: you well, know I'll, I'll 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 match your uh villain in in and around that same vintage it might be, actually be older than saxon would be uh oh, sorry so sinistar would be saxon remember yeah. The name saxon yeah the it was big... like what the first the first parallax um viewed game that kind of gave you a bit of a 3d movement that's
0: right yeah and yeah it
1: was like this dragon right like saxon was this dragon
0: yeah the big yeah there was a dragon there was also a big robot with a nuke under its arm that was another, <laughs> another big, you could shoot the nuke and kill him or or he'd like fire like fire missiles at you yeah saxon i think saxon would count for sure um yeah. yeah i mean you know i'm not gonna quibble too much with this guy's list because because he, he you know he he backs it backs up his choices for you know He's got his reasons, but like I just think that you know there is no ten most iconic video game villain of all time. Right. There's just too many,
1: and 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 who's not putting Hitler from Wolfenstein? Hitler, Hitler from the, Wolfenstein, yeah. the mechanized Hitler, yeah, mechanized or Hitler. Uber Uber Hitler is yeah. that what it called? Yeah, <laughs> he's fun. He's fun to shoot. Well, um, coming back to Diablo, so. Diablo 2 Resurrected. This is week two. So I thought I'd get, kind of give a week two um, where I am in the game. And uh, I'm a little further into chap into act one. I still haven't found anything really good. The game hates me, Curtis. I'm okay on money and I'm okay on heals, but man, my sorceress is running around naked, just running at this point in time. Yeah. Like I don't I I I, I hired a sponge. Or, or meat shield, uh, the meat shield uh, rogue, right? The rogue encampment. Yeah. Um, but oh boy, I'm not. I'm finding nothing. The game just hates me. Um, still liking it. Everything about it from the first time, nostalgic, really brings back a lot of stuff. Lebron brings back a lot of things that I forgot that came that was introduced, kind of I guess, in during the um, the Lord of Destruction expansion. Uh, that that came into the game, and I'll, I'll talk about it after I you kind of uh, drop down your initial thoughts. Now that you're playing it too,
0: well, uh, I've only just started playing it, so I'm really really early in. But like, um, yeah, you get first impressions pretty, you know, like like they they if you've played it uh, if you played it at all before, like the nostalgia comes and hits you pretty quick. But it's just uh, it's it's kind of it's really interesting because it's a it's you know it's a it's a remake or you know um, but like very very soft reboot very soft reboot like like I just like I, I I mean I like and I don't like sort of the way that there's like no quality of life improvements like it is <laughs> it is Diablo too it's got better you know it's got enhanced visuals it's got it's got like. Enhanced sound it has got new cinematics or, or like, you know, like, like mm-hmm. really, really nice cinematics. But it is Diablo 2. It's clunky. It like, you know, it's it plays like a game that, you know, when did Diablo 2 come out?
1: Like, you know, uh, it would have been 2000 19, or two. Yeah. 99, 2000. Yeah. Best. So
0: it plays like that. It plays like a game from 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 that. Which isn't which isn't bad, you know, because I because I because
1: I love that game. You and know, I play you and I played mm-hmm. that game tons. You're right, yeah. But but you're right. The the things that they improved with Diablo three, they didn't they didn't
0: incorporate. No, at all. no, no. It is, it is clunky. The inventory sucks. It's like it's just. But but you know, that's that's what they. I mean, they stated on the outset that that's what they were going for. There, like, don't 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 expect to come into. You know Diablo 2 uh, what's what's the name for it Diablo 2 uh, um, what's the what's the cool name
1: for their remaster uh, oh Resur- Resur- yeah. resurrection resurrected yeah
0: yeah don't expect to come into Diablo 2 resurrected and yeah like have you know um, you know expanded inventory or a, or a slicker interface like it's the same interface it's the same butt ugly interface.
1: You know, oh yeah, yeah. It's like all that kind of stuff, but it's but, you know, that's great. So you're you're still you're still what I like to call in that really early game struggles of Diablo II, which means you either don't have enough money or you never you you refuse to buy the uh, the tomes, mm-hmm. so the town portal tome and the identification scroll tome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're just carrying individual scrolls of paper with you, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Individual scrolls <laughs> of paper. I've got like a bunch of potions, probably some that I'll never use, right? Because like you, you outclass like the, the those early, um, well, health potions. You're
1: right. It, like who's throwing a strangulation potion? Oh yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> even gonna, not even gonna bother. I don't think I even bothered back then. No. It was just like, why am I arming a single potion and throwing it only to jump back in my inventory and arming myself again? Like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe the, maybe there, maybe it's like a small nuke that, <laughs> that you can throw, but I didn't think so. I was never interested. You, you, you know, you've got, you've got
0: too many other skills at your disposal. It seems, seems unnecessary.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's, let me go through some things that I forgot about that, as you said, really annoy me about the game or it reminded me, oh, right, this is when they introduced that. And when they introduced the expansion, I know they wanted to make, you know, grow the game a bit more and keep people interested and whatnot. Um, but I also forgot that it also added a lot of, a lot of bloat to the game that I thought was kind of unnecessary. And the big things were the runes for mm-hmm. me so the runes are these little bonuses that you can pick up as long as you hold in your inventory you will inherit the bonuses from these but that's the problem it takes up inventory space and some of them can be quite big and take up four slots and give you very little things but it's also hard to justify dropping them (laughs) you know what I mean yeah yeah um and you know they have the je- the jewels where you can put into socketed armor, and that was from the beginning of the game. But then they introduced the runes, right? And the runes were these these rocks that had a symbol on it, and again they just gave very specific bonuses. Um, I don't know, was there a set that you had to build out to to get like even a big set bonus? Like I just remembered why introduce these runes when I've got my jewels. Um, I don't really, I, I, I don't know why,
0: um, except that I just remember I had, a, I think I probably, because I can't get enough of this Amazon build that I had, I probably talked about it before, but I had the, I had a rune that, that gave me, um, uh, lightning, um, absorption hmm. much better than any, than, than the topaz gems. Um, and, and then I got one of these, one of the sort of like a unique masks that also had lightning resistance and absorption. And I, and I got somebody to hammer a space for a rune in there. And then I stuck the rune in there. And even in like nightmare difficulty, like I could not be hurt by lightning. Like I would just, I'd
1: get healed by it. It was so good. But neither Two things returned in Diablo Three, right? Uh... I don't think you, I don't think there are runes either—the inventory or those stone runes, socketed runes. I don't think they exist in the game. Yeah, no, I think it's—I think it's just—I think it's. I haven't played it in so long. I think it might be yeah. Du- duels, yeah, gem, yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah. so it's it's this—it's just that type of bloat um, that that I forgot, and I remembered even. When the game, when I was nearing the end of my time playing Diablo two, also going, oh, I don't really like this mechanics of of what you're adding here. Um, but um, yeah, looking forward to week three. <laughs> I'll put in some more time. I'm hoping to at least finish Act one. So I'm, I've defeated the Countess. Um, she was tough, but I managed okay. Um, but I'm off to fight the um the butcher. Now he, if I could remember, was pretty tough. So I might just kind of do a bit of level grinding and, uh, make sure I hit, uh, maybe I'll try to get to level 18 or 20 before I attempt it. Yeah. He hits pretty hard from what I remember. Yeah. And because I haven't found any decent equipment, (laughs) I don't think I'm going in there. Um, the way i'm i'm set right now so you're 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 starting at your amazon so that's that's good going old school i'm Mm -hmm. i'm going with the sorceress um she got a huge nerf if you remember back in the day um because you could get like mana regeneration pretty high and there was the i think it's the highest level it was the two things it was the highest level uh ice orb that you could throw um, as a sorceress and also the um, the fire storm, fireball storm, basically meteor storm. We used to call it the orbital strike because basically that's what it was. And but I think they nerfed it because they lowered the rate of fire on the on the ice orb and they also like made the cooldown for the orbital strike um the duration a lot longer so you couldn't fire them in succession Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um the orb yeah and i remember my friend had a a a pretty high level sorceress and when they nerfed it he was not impressed no nobody likes (laughs) the nerf and it was a bad nerf too because yeah from that point onward i don't think he could play the game by himself like he did before yeah. So I'm kind of worried, but I figured, oh, you know, I, I'd rather be a magic user. I, I didn't want to go back and rebuild my, um, my necromancer Yeah, because I think the necromancer also got a nerf. I think they capped his pets at one point in time. I flooded the screen, but the funny thing is in Diablo three, there isn't, doesn't seem to be a cap. They they didn't seem to care that.
0: No, I had, um, I, I had, I played necromancer in, in Diablo three and I had like
1: an arsenal of pets. Uh, oh man such a good game i you know i i I, you know it it looks it looks a bit better it's i i would i wouldn't say it looks as nice as diablo 3 no but um yeah, yeah i i think again they 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 brought it out not a super high price point just for like folks like you and I who played a crap load of the, of the old one before and just kind of, Oh, you know, Hey, I can go and revisit that world. And, mm-hmm. and who knows what they're going to do when they introduce the ladder. Cause that'll be kind of interesting to see what they're, what they're going to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. The seasons yeah, that's to... coming. That's coming later. That's right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping by then um, we can do cross play. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my hope. My, that's my prediction. Because mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense why they don't have it now, like, yeah, yeah, I agree uh, okay, so next week on our next episode, we'll talk we'll do a little what if recap. You had watched this week's episode, which I have not, so that's why we didn't talk about it, and we dug up the ten iconic video ten less not so iconic video games of all <laughs> of all time um villains of all time. Uh, So we'll, we'll do a, a what if recap and, you know, where it kind of sits in all the shows in, um, in, in the MCU or, or in Disney plus. And then the the hits keep rolling with it. Right. So yeah. yeah. Eternals are going to come out. Shang-Chi is going to be out. (laughs) Hawkeye is going to be out. It's and then the book of Boba Fett got, got, got the nod for release. Yeah, uh, December twenty ninth, first episode of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. I I'm not dying to see it. I'm just more curious at what they do with it. I'm looking more forward so to than it. I'm anything. Looking else. forward to it. I think I'm just looking forward to more Star Wars content. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not that I'm bored of the Marvel stuff, but you know, I'd like this. They did such a good job with the Mandalorian, and then all of a sudden it. I I don't know why it's just the momentum or the scheduling of of them putting out content from Star Wars perspective has been kind of slow.
0: Yeah, they haven't like they haven't had the rapid fire sort of TV show releases that Marvel
1: has, right? Like yeah. yeah. And uh, next week also I'll bring out this story which I didn't want to bring up because I wanted to stay in a good mood for the podcast was another fanboy headline about how the Obi-Wan TV show Mm -hmm. It was like top reasons why Obi-Wan should leave Tatooine. Leave Tatooine. (laughs) Like for the the show. Like he said, the gist of the story is, oh, it's okay if he kind of starts the story in Tatooine and he ends in Tatooine, but have him go on some kind of wacky adventure, not in hiding. That's what he's (laughs) supposed to be doing. It's probably what's going to happen.
0: He doesn't look like he's keeping a low profile in those previews. Uh
1: that is true. So oh well. Maybe the fanboys. Fanboys you win this round. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you can catch Curtis and I weekly on the Existentialist Cucumber on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So remember to hit subscribe on any of the one of those platforms on Apple Podcasts. Remember to give us a little rating if you can and uh, some comments. Uh, that will help other people find us. Um, including our, our huge fan base in uh, the Soviet Union, Russia, right? That's right. I I, want, I wonder now that um, we've done a story on the Chinese government and we didn't really besmirch them whether or not we'll suddenly get a huge uh, population jump in the, the Chinese government. Maybe we talk too much about celebrity stuff and video That's games. That's true. And video games. We, we might actually be on the banned list. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah. Oh, well. But that'd be great then, though.
0: That'd be great though if we got singled out for being banned and and are called celebrities. Oh. That's a double whammy. Don't listen All right. to
1: those celebrities on the existentialist cucumber. <laughs> you bet. And just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber. I'm living the good life while I'm working from home.